So we are in another open doors. Amen. Amen. For harvest. Yeah. We are in, there is another open door for harvest. But this harvest is, is two in one harvest. Because it is harvest, but at the same time is the preparation for the greater harvest. Are you with me here? There is preparation for greater harvest. And one of the things, in, one, of the, one of the key that God is giving each and every one of us as children is wisdom. Now let me explain what wisdom is. Wisdom is inspiration that comes to you and helps you to understand your season one and also helps you and gives you the inspiration on what to do. Amen. Inspiration of what? What to do. Glory be to God. What to do. What to do. What to do. I want to encourage you not to take for granted the divine inspiration where your heart tells you what to do. Your heart will tell you what to do. It might be very simple. The harvest of God is, is open. The door of God's harvest is opened by instruction. That's how God opens door for you. Instruction. Mary told them, whatever he tells you to do, so this morning I want to encourage you and I want to pray for you that you will not lack what to do. Amen. Now let me tell you something about what to do. Let me tell you something about what to do. Many times what to do does not appear as big as the problem. That's sometimes what, help, what, what discourages us. Because sometimes the harvest you want to enter is big. And what to do is small. It's very insignificant. And you are still praying, oh Lord, what shall I do? Whereas God has inspired you. The axe of, of the prophets fell on the water. And the prophet said, the prophet put a stick. And the axe, what? Floated. Now, does that look like a solution? The solution looks like, oh Lord, provide for us the greatest swimmer in Israel. You, we usually look for a big solution to solve a big problem. But the mystery is that great doors are opened with small keys. Never take for granted what to do. What God tells you to do. Whatever they needed wine, he said, go and fetch water. Yeah, in that wedding. What is the correlation between lack of wine and water? They said they need wine. They said, go and, Jesus Christ said, go and tell them to fetch water. And when you see them going to fetch water, if you ask them, why are you going to, is it that there's no more water in the toilet? They say, no, we want to get wine. That instruction and that problem that they want to solve, no correlation. That is how your God is. Because he wants to mess up your agidi. He wants to mess up. You see, the way some of you are serious about your life problem, if they solve it through your seriousness, it will look as if it's you and God that solve it. <laughs> you are so serious that when the answer comes, you have to take glory. Because you, you too, Otiraka, you get my point now. But God is going to mess you up. To the point where your tiraka will be useless. So he will give you an instruction. How does instruction come? It's very simple and normal. And it's an instruction you can do. You see, you have a problem that you can't solve. Then he gives you an instruction that you can do. And so you are shocked. Are you with me? Because you thought, this is a serious thing. What to do? 
when God tells you what to do, just lock up to it. Are we together here? Yes, sir. I said, are we together here? Yes, Can I talk to you? Yes, Your greatest speed in life is to find out what God will have you do and do it. Your greatest speed in life is not, so, so, is not some sophisticated solution. Are you together with me? Let me, make, let me say something that will encourage you. You know that this house is a very funny house. This church that you are in, that you joined. <laughs> but let me announce to you. This church has been doing a lot of mega things, a lot of big things. But let me announce to you. 99% of all the resources that we use to do all these things. Ask me where it comes from. It's from this house. It's from this house. It's from this house. How many people are wearing suits today? How many people? Glint. This one is tuxedo. <laughs> Few, right? How many people are dressing like they have money here? Few. Everybody don't look like they don't have money here. You know, the people dressed are just looking like uh, but I tell you, ninety-nine percent of everything we do in this house comes from here. Listen, there is no one person that I used to go and visit to tell our next plan so that the person can give me money. No one person. I say, eh, daddy, good news. You know, no, no one person. Not one. And I know a few. I know a few that I can just do as if I just came to visit them. I know a few. But I haven't gone. You know why? It's not part of the instruction. The instruction given to me is to teach the word. That's what he told me. He told me to teach the word. And he told me that when I teach the word, the people coming out of this place are going to be the wealthiest people in this nation. Yeah, yeah. The people coming out of this place are going to be the wealthiest in this nation and of course the wealthiest in Africa and they will even, they will even tackle people in the world. They will tackle Americans. Yeah. yeah. And so, I teach the word. And since I've been teaching the word, we have not known lack. That's the instruction. Now, listen, that's not... That's not, that's not a natural thing to do. Naturally, you will want to look for connection. Are you getting my point now? Naturally, you want to look for network of big people. I said, Kai, such a young boy. I like what you are doing. <laughs> I don't have. Listen, there are even people who have come that want to give me money, but they didn't do it humbly. And they asked me to even tell them what I want to, what I need. I tell you the truth, I did not send them what I need. Because they didn't do it humbly. Because if I can't abuse you, I won't collect money from you. It's imperative for me to be able to insult you. <laughs> yeah. Any pastor that can't abuse somebody has already lost is authority. Yes, I should be able to tell you something is wrong with your head. Yes, and I should say it. I wear my suit and I say, and I just look at her, I beg at that. It's important. It's important. So I have never, anyone I can tell, this is what the Lord said. Listen, Lily, I sent, I sent a text to one of my sons. Not in this country. The text, even me, I'm afraid of the text. I was praying for him and God gave me a word. Very negative word. And I sent it to him. Pa! I pray my offering will come next week. <laughs> because those are the kind of texts that we block offering. Very strong one. 
Because that's what the Lord said. I can't say what the Lord did not say. You get my point now? You have to look for that instruction and take joy in the instruction. Are we together here? Take joy in the instructions of the Lord. Tyre, you get the point now. Take joy. The instructions of God is your greatest business idea. I keep telling you that. It's your greatest financial plan. It's, it's more better than crypto. Because crypto, crypto can dip. It can. It can. It can. But the word of God will not dip. It will bring you out of the deep. This one is the CVV. It's the CVV. It's the CVV. Obariki will say, Wala. Are you with me? You have to harvest is powered or is unlocked by instructions. And sometimes those instructions take time. When you give God a time frame for him to bless you, you are no more worshipping him. When you are walking with God, you walk with God. You don't tell him that by next year or by next two years. So those instructions, stop putting time frame to divine instruction. Because I've told you before, I've told you severally, that even though the instruction will bring harvest, but primarily the instruction will change you. So he's more concerned about changing you than harvest. Change is for God. Harvest is for you. You get my point now? So that instruction he gave you is not just for harvest. That instruction he gave you is actually how the kind of person you are meant to be in the first place. You get my point now? So look for those instructions. I always ask him, God, what next? What do you want me to do? I'm about to plan some churches and I've been looking for how to plan them. And God gave me one instruction day for yesterday about how. He gave me one. Very powerful instruction. And that instruction, I'm going to wait on it. And wait for more instruction. Now I'm beginning to gather strategy on how to plant a church. You understand? Looking for strategy. And I was actually following one other strategy before. Where he brought that instruction. That is to say that my strategy was not the right one. It's giving me a proper one now. So I'm learning that proper one and I'm looking at it. And that new strategy is changing me and will not give me harvest. Friends, it works. Ask me who does it not work for? Ask me who? These are the people it does not work for. There are people who want harvest without change. They only want harvest. But they don't want God to change their lives. They want testimony, but they don't want to be better people. So they worship their present problem. And God knows that those people, immediately they get harvest, they will die. Their present humility is because of the problem they are in. They are humble because there is no reason to be proud. <laughs> Immediately they get the harvest, they are done. They say, thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> so it's not only about harvest. So don't let your present situation and what you desire, don't be carried away by it. Just walk with God. Because he's a good God. Are we together here? 
Tell somebody he's a good God. So, instructions will come to us as a church and as individuals so that we can step into harvest. Into harvest. Into harvest. You know, and also, there is something about, there is something about tenacity. There's something about tenacity. There's something about applying yourself. There's something about seriousness. Let me tell you something that God does not like people who are casual with him or casual with his things. You have to be tenacious with the things of God. Don't be casual with the things of God. Don't be Don't be casual with things of God. You have to be tenacious. And as a house and as individuals, we are going to increase our tenacity. We're going to increase our tenacity in evangelism, right? I think I was preaching a message sometimes about, I can't remember what I was talking about. What I was talking about tenacity. I can't, there was a word I used. Talking about tenacity, that something is a resource that that tenacity itself is a resource that when there is no resource that I can't remember that word passion passionate you have to be tenacious and you have to be tenacious in everything that God is involved I always talk about marriage you know there's no day I won't talk about marriage even with your wife your husband you have to be what? Don't be casual. Don't be casual. Never be casual. Don't be casual with your husband. Don't get used to your husband. Don't get used to your husband. Don't get used to your wife. Don't get used to your spouse. To somebody who, that was even worse. Somebody who has not married you, you're already getting used to the person. Hmm. <laughs> Don't be used to somebody you know. You have to be tenacious. You have to be passionate about the person you want. You, you see, you have, to, you have to overdo. You get my point? You get my point now? Um, men, don't marry anybody who is not passionate about you. Marriage. You can still... In the process of dating, toasting the person, dating the person, the person might still be doing shakara, might not show too much passion. But as time is going in the relationship, you need to call the person and say, okay, okay. Uh, try. I've toast you. I've, now what? You are now my girlfriend. We want to marry very soon. You have to also try your power. The person is not, if the person is not passionate about you, don't marry the person. Don't marry the person. Wash off a guy. The, the girl's one is this small. Girls, never. No, don't try it. A guy who is not what? Passionate. The guy has to be passionate. He has to do the impossible. I took Okada from Ujudu to, to water. Yeah, I was chasing one girl. I took Okada from Ujudu to water. Yeah. It's passion. Ujudu to water. Covenant University. I don't even know how I entered the school because there were a lot of rules. I still entered the school that day. I tried to look for how I entered. I was I did like student. I just, I just entered. And I went to dining with all the students to eat. And I was not a student. Yes, I put my girlfriend in front of me. And I was still toasting. I said, you see, you have to agree now. You have to. Yeah, you have to be, you have to be passionate. You have to do miracles. Yeah. 
to do miracles. You don't say I, I cannot, I don't have, I, I don't have credit. I don't have money. I don't have. <laughs> what rubbish. What rubbish. You have, where's your hair? Yeah, I was looking for you. He has to be passionate about you. Passion. Don't accept. That's not who you are. Don't accept that who I am. Inside me, I'm passionate. It's a bad inside. I said, that's how I am. He said, no. I'm serious. You have to be passionate. You have to be passionate. You have to you have to take it as your fault if your wife doubts your love. Yeah. Take it as your fault. Don't, don't, say, don't say you are not seeing it. Take it as your fault that she's not seeing it. And do more. And, and don't think what you have done is enough. Are you with me? To passionate. Let me tell you why you have to be passionate. You have to be passionate because you have too many areas of weakness. You can't add lack of passion to it. It is your passion that will make her overlook your other craziness. Because you have many crazy areas. You can't be an idiot in all these places and still not be without passion. What are we going to use to cover for your stupidity? So it is with your passion we can give you some, we can take some passion and use it to patch your stupidity. You get my point now? So passion. Passion. I went for a meeting yesterday and this thing because I have passion for the word. I wanted to hear the word. If you, if you care to know, I've experienced the last, my last two weeks have been the worst two weeks of my whole life. I've never gone through the, these two weeks. But I have to remain passionate. Yeah. On the word of God. I went for a conference yesterday, um, day for yesterday. I listened to the word of God for many hours. I sat under because I need to hear the word. I went again early this yesterday morning. I was there from 10 o'clock to 3 p.m. I needed to hear the word because I needed passion. I needed to put passion in the things that are important to me. Are you getting my point now? Passionate. And as a church, we need to increase our passion. Lack of passion is an evil impartation. When there is no passion, you permit wrong voices. You permit the voice of Satan. Yeah. Do you know when somebody is not passionate towards you, you say, maybe they don't like me. Am I correct? Okay, if, if you go and greet somebody now and say, Hey, what's up? How you doing now? How's everything? I may say, I'm fine. <laughs> what has happened? You hear many things, right? Yeah. It is that lack of passion that permitted those voices. So lack of passion, you permit many thoughts that that evil thought satan speaks when passion is lacking yeah. are you with me yes. satan speaks so maybe 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 he does not like me maybe he's tired of me maybe i'm doing too much maybe i'm this i think i think i should be quiet yeah. i think i should just calm down i think i should just stop talking to this person and the funny thing is that the person might not mean it that way. It just doesn't have, it just doesn't express passion. The Bible says the zeal of my father's house has consumed me. So you can't be with Jesus and not know his concern about God's house. When you meet Jesus, 
you are talking, you, it's kingdom. When you meet Jesus, it's kingdom. When you meet Jesus, how many souls have you won? Oh God, we're going to father's house. The, the zeal of the father's has consumed him. So the father is not in doubt of Jesus' commitment. You have passion. You have to let your boss know you have passion for the work. You don't just stroll into the office and just... And you even came late. Just stroll into the work. And exactly when it's time to close, say, I've closed. Is the, the next plan is to sack you. Listen, almost all sacks are legitimate. Most sack is legitimate. It's not an attack. Because nobody wants to sack value. They sack you because you are not bringing value. They sack you because you are a problem. So stop saying sack as if they did you bad. They sack you because, you see, if you were adding value, they won't sack you. So almost not every sack, but almost all sack is legitimate. So when they sack you, don't say God has a better plan. Listen, listen, they will sack you in the next place you are going to. <laughs> you should wonder why did they sack me? It's not that there's, it's not that the prophet, the complete last prophet, too. it's not like they are going to Christ. They just say be going. He said, please go. Our don't don't. So this house, we now have to do everything with an increased passion. You get my point now? Yes, an increased passion. Ah, passion has life. Passion. Passion has life. Passion has life. Anything you are doing, your, your wife, put passion. Put passion. Put passion. Let her know your passion. When you want to have sex, put passion. Yeah, who passion? <laughs> don't just don't just don't just stay there and say don't just lie down there and say this. It's not interesting. And you mean put passion? Fake, fake the passion, fake the passion. Let him know that he's the best person you would ever sleep with. Let her know that he's the best person you ever sleep with. Don't say, say, are you done? <laughs> you are not married when I heard you say this. <laughs> we have to meet after the service because I was not expecting a contribution from you. I'm shocked. I'm really shocked. And you responded passionately. Um, I'm serious. I need to see this guy after the service. I'm so shocked. Are you with me, my friends? I'll put passion. Put passion in our evangelism. You know the way uh, uh, that old comedy, that guy was preaching to that guy that said he must be saved. Put passion. Say, confess, 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 confess. Bros, come, bros, come, bros, come, bros, come. <laughs> have to put passion in everything that you do. Let's put passion. Praise God. See the sound guys. They are putting passion. It's obvious. They are putting passion. They are making sure the thing is improving. It's passion. Anybody that is not, anybody in your organization that is not giving you passion, send them away quickly. They will destroy your guy. Pursue them. Pursue them. Say, it's been, it's been nice working with you. <laughs> Or shoot them. Never make a leader without passion. Never have a leader that's never tried. I tell you the truth. You see, because the follower's passion is always going to be lesser than the leader's passion. So if your leader's passion is low, then the energy of everybody down is lowest. You need passion. Are you with me, my friends? The passion. So evangelism, let's do with passion. Let's get people saved with passion. Get boss for people. Get boss and say, okay, I'll be bringing you people to church. You get my point now? By the time somebody says that you are offering to give them boss for them, no wonder, ah, what happened to me? 
Listen, I remember before I got saved, I saw some people's seriousness. And you're like, ah, there must be something in this thing. Why these people are this serious? There must be something in this thing. Why are they this serious? My brother called me late, uh, last week and said, well, he said, I'm not surprised about the issues you are going through. He said, he said you know, you are the real warrior. He said, and uh, what, what, did he, what phrase did he use? He said, what, what phrase did he use when I was talking to you? I can't remember. He said, you are the real, he said, you are the real soldiers. He said, and uh, things like this cannot happen to us because we are not fighting anybody. <laughs> He said, well, I don't fight it. He said, hey, go, go, let me shoot ya. He said, so, I expect it. A very accurate doctrine. Yeah, very accurate doctrine. You have to have a passion that is compelling. And one of the least ways we test passion is punctuality. It's one of the last least ways. Punctuality. Six o'clock, I must be in church. That's maturity. That's being a man. That's what you say. Somebody is a man. Ladies, are you listening to me? That's a man. Stop using another uh, yasin for man. When you say a real man, it takes the time. He says, "We're going." Before he started with me not waiting for my for my wife to come to church. Now she's the one that doesn't wait for me to come to church. I'm not waiting for you. I'm going. Say hey, we have to come in as couple as husband and wife. Earlier in, in the marriage, she's the one I don't wait for her. You see, because before I became married or pastor, I'm a Christian. I've used to go into church early. Marriage will not stop me. I don't know. I'm, I go to church early. The clothes that I would have that I'm wearing next week, I've planned it already. Some I've gone to buy it. The one I'm going to wear next two weeks, I have it already now. The one I wear next two weeks, I have it already. The one I wear on the twenty on the twentieth, I have it. I have it. It's a three piece suit. I have it. Twentieth. <laughs> I have it already. Listen, it, it, it's not. It's not pastor. I'm, I I lie not to you. It's not pastor. I've been using starch to spoil my clothes since sixteen years old. That starch when they came out with that starch, that cold starch, that cold, the two will just do dot 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 all over my body. I don't know how to use it. It's in those days of those starch. I'm an expert in that starch then. I, it was later I learned how to use it to make it dissolve very well. Any small time I've put my clothes on it like this. I've put my clothes inside it. My clothes will be hard like this. I'm ready for, I'm looking forward to the service. Looking forward. You won't catch me late. You won't. And anytime you see me late in this church, I'm praying. If you see me coming to church late, I'm praying. I'm pacing around the whole house. I'm trying to get whether there's a final instruction that I need to bring. But me? No, you won't catch me late. You can't catch me late. You can't catch me. It has nothing to do with anybody or anything. I don't even invite me. When I'm going for programs, I don't invite. I don't really invite. I don't invite my wife for conference. I don't invite her. Well, yesterday when I came out of my meeting, I showed I played the tape for her. I said, that's the prophecy I go. He said, why don't you invite me for this conference? I said, you too, did you invite me for your Rema conference? <laughs> <laughs> I said, you two, you did not invite me for your Rema conference. He says he's having conference on Wednesday. That, ah, people are going, oh, it was just me that people are going, oh, be as registered. He has registered. I said, no, Allah, you go for your conference. I go for my, I go for my conference. You get my point now? I have to passion it. Passion. Preach with passion. Everything. Are we together here? Are we together here? You give with passion. Huh? Listen, my next major offering, if I open my app for you, my carry-wise app for you, my next major offering, I'm not talking of, I give offerings regularly. I'm not talking, I give offerings regularly. But my next major offering is going to come last week of August or first week of September. I've been saving it since December. Yes. I've been saving it since December. Is in my is in my app. It's my next offering. I've been saving it since last year. Saving it. Three things. Three offerings I'm saving. Saving one offering. Three offerings. One for God. 
one for my wife and one for Pastor Deji. So I tell you, I'm saying it's December. I say the, I stand in the presence of God and I tell you the truth. I just had everything for Alison. Yeah. I'm saving it. It's passion. It's <laughs> I've been saving if you if if you want to see it, I will come to me, I will show you my carry wise app. I've been saving it since December. Automatically every day, four thousand is my account since December. It's now over a million. I'm saving it. It's passion. Nothing nothing done anyhow. Nothing done as fluke. When I'm done August, I have another saving. I start immediately for the next gift for next year. Yeah, and it's for my wife. For the next one, I'm starting that. <laughs> I'm mentioning all these things so that you can see the practicalities. Not because I don't mention it. I've never mentioned it to you before. Just telling you how this thing works. It's passion. When you have that level of divine structure, you would attract divine blessing. When you have that level of divine structure, you have that divine blessing. Approval over your life. The, the Lucas and Kankan Worm cannot enter anyhow. There's already a plan for it. So Lucas and Kankan Worm, no, there's no plan. For, there's, it's, 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 there's nothing lying fallow. It's all planned for. If you want to see it, I will show you in my, in my app after the service. Anybody who wants to see it. Yeah. And I won't feel that it's bad that you want to test me. I won't judge you. I will show you my, in my app. It's there. It's there. Because I don't have an excuse for good, for not to do good. My brain does not accommodate excuses. My brain looks for strategy and ways to make sure that I am adding value in the areas of divine instruction. Are you with me, friends? This is the only way we can do great things. It's passion, strategy, and structure. Passion, strategy, and structure. Only way. No other way. Now, I'm going to show you one thing that you need that will set you on that Pedestal where you can manifest these things I'm talking about. This one thing will help you. One thing will help you. And let's go to Philippians chapter 3. If I read too much of the scripture... I will be explaining a lot. And I want to end the service. I don't want the service to, to take too much time. Let's start from verse 12. Not that I have already attained. Praise God. Can you say... Not that I have already attained. Now, do you have it burning in your spirit that I have not attained? Does it burn in you that I have not attained? This has to burn in you. I have not attained. Not that I have already attained. This is an healthy place to be. Not that I have already attained. In everything that you do, in every relationship that you have, any assignment that you are given, not that I have already attained. Because if you are already attained, your cup is locked. This is the way to keep 
your tank open. When, you, when it burns in you, I say, not that I have already attained. Do you know that if we thought we had already attained as a church, we would not be more than this. Because the constraint is never from God. It's from us. Not that I have already attained. I'm just trusting God for a people that will consistently arm themselves with this truth and say, not that I have already attained. You know why some husbands will never change? Because they think they are so amazing. And they think that is the wife that needs change. Because they think they have already what? Attained. So with all I have done for her, what have you done for her? What have you done for her? What have you done for her that the video did not do for Joma? <laughs> what? What have you done? Friends, what have we what have we done? Friends, what have we done? Gleans, what have you done? Say with what have you know, sometimes the angels will just slap us. Say with what I've done, what have you done? What have I done? What have, see this girl, what have I done for this girl? What has Obi done for Pastor Idaya? Say with what I've done for you. What have we done? They already give us a standard. They say, husbands, love your wife as Christ loves the church. Can you boldly say you have loved your wife? The way Jesus loved the church. So we have not attained. Imagine me now look at the church and say, Kai, see this church. See, is this a church? <laughs> what have we done? Are there souls on the street? Do we have chairs on the street? Do we have chairs on the street? Do we have the old streets packed? Do we have the, what have we done? What have we done? Do we have crisis in parking? What have we done? Are there not been churches in two years who have shifted their community in two years? So what have we done? How much do we have? Have, have we sent anybody on, on scholarship to Harvard? Who have we sent to scholarship to Harvard? What have we done? Have I bought my pastor's jeeps? Eh? The pastors that bought their pastor's jeep, do they have ten eight? What have I, what have I done? What have I done? Do we have a one billion Nera scholarship scheme for our teenagers? What have we done? Do we have a vocational center built across the road? Where in two years every teenager that goes there after two years can fit into the into the space. I was telling Pastor Ida, we need to build a vocational center because all these our schools are wasting people's lives. The school system is no more work; it has failed. It's not; it's useless. It's useless. It's a waste of time. The only thing you go there is to go and make friends. <laughs> What have you learned there that is relevant? Pastor Kredis uh, went to school to study English. He still cannot write. <laughs> if he writes anything for you, you will see blunder. Eh? Till today. And he's one of the most brilliant in his class. One, one day, Ko was his classmate. What, was one, what, does, what does, does one day Ko look like someone that went to school? Are you, are you with me, friends? What have we done? We must arm ourselves with this truth. What have we done? What have we done? Do, is this how Jesus is? This me, this how Jesus, if Jesus was a pastor, is this how we be behaving? Tiri, uncle, like uh, I'm in jail. <laughs> you get my point, friends? What have we done? 
Have we released any song that all the children are singing in their primary school that has changed their lives? We haven't done what we should do. We are grateful for what we have done, but not that we have attained. That's the point. We are grateful. We are grateful for the many things that we have done, but it is not at the level that we have attained. That's what I'm saying. We have not attained. Praise God. Our wives still cry. Right? They still cry. Because of our wickedness. Our husbands still feel sorrowful because of the wives nagging. Have you done everything you're meant to do for me? Not that you have already attained. Arm yourself with this. Well, have you done everything to this guy? You haven't. Have you done everything to her? You haven't. Beg her, apologize. <laughs> apologize. She's not even listening to your apology. <laughs> you don't do bad things. <laughs> Why you reach out, please? Apologize. <laughs> she never said you say, get out to get. I beg, get out. Oh, I'm already up. I'm already perfected. But guess what? I press on. That's the command I'm putting in your spirit this morning. Press on. Press on. Tell somebody, press on. I say, tell somebody, press on. There are more territories to conquer. Press on. There's more love to give to this world. Press on. There's more maturity to attain. Press on. More healings. Press on. More complaints to establish. Press on. More forgiveness to do. Press on. Press on. That I may hold on. That I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. So when Jesus laid hold of you, it was for something. And we are not yet there. And so we press on. And the Bible teaches us the technology on how to press on. Let's read the next verse. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended but one thing. I do. I told you the title of today's service is what? One thing. One thing I do. I like the scripture. I like the scripture. I like the arrogance of the scripture. Paul says one thing. You see, if Paul says one thing, I'm going to believe him. That there's, I can do one thing that will change my life. There's one thing. And that's the one thing I'm going to put in your spirit. One thing I do. Forgetting. That's what I've come to teach you today. The technology of forgetting. To reformat yourself. You forget. Forgetting those things which are behind. Huh? Somebody say forget. Forget. Let me tell you about forgetting. You see, to forget is to hit the refresh button. Refresh button. Fresh button. Now, you see, to forget does not mean that everything that has happened is, re- is irrelevant. Is that you summarize everything that has happened and it becomes an impetus that pushes you to the new. That's what he's talking about there. You forget. Praise God. So it means that you don't stay in what has happened. What has happened must be a springboard, not a dwelling place. What has happened must be a what? A springboard, not a what? Not a dwelling place. All the good that has happened to you is a springboard, it's not a dwelling place. You are more than all the testimonies you've ever experienced. The testimonies you are yet to experience are far greater than the ones you have experienced. Don't be drunk by your past success. Yes, 
Don't be drunk by your past success. Are you with me? Don't be drunk by it. Don't say, look at me now. God, don't butter my bread. I was poor. See me now. See me now. You are still farming. Are you with me? You need to forget. You must be in a state as if you are starting afresh. You must not know. Can I preach here? You must not be carried away by the math of the good that has happened to you. Or the breakthroughs. Don't be carried away by the math. And say, Kai, see what I have. You know that was the issue God had with David. He went to count his army. And God was saying that, no, you can't count your army. Because when you count your army, you are cut off from even the armies you don't know about. Are you with me? There are things you don't know about. Listen, can I talk to you? The favor you experienced is not the cap of the favor you would experience. The favors you experienced in the past, that's not the order of your favor. It's just a foretaste. The favor you will yet experience is not compared to the one you have experienced now. And so break it, break off, and don't think this is how you shall be. No, you are way greater than how you are now. Way! Wait. Listen, by the time the new favor comes, eh, you will be ashamed of yourself that you thought you were great. You'll be ashamed that you ever thought you were great. Because God has done something else. Wow, see me now. I'm a big boy. By the time God is done with you, you will look at what you call the big boy and you will be ashamed to even give that to somebody. Your greatest testimonies will be too small for you to give as a gift. Your greatest testimonies in the past, you will be so great that you won't be able to give it as a gift. Am I talking here? When you say, you know, that's, those are the kind of things Abraham understood. And when Lord thought breakthrough has come, Abraham said, take, take the best. Lord thought they have, they have had breakthrough. And the Lord was thinking of how to get it. Abraham said, don't worry. Anyone that you like, take it. Because what is coming cannot even be compared to what you are rejoicing about. Am I preaching here? Yes, I said, am I preaching here? Yes, so you have to learn to thank God for the breakthroughs, but don't be limited by the breakthroughs. There's so much more. Yeah. I said, there's so much more. Yes, I said, there's so much more. This room, for example, is not even enough for our teens church. Ah. So our church is not full. The Kai, the church is packed. It's not packed. The hall is small. The Kai, packed, packed to the brim. <laughs> it will be too small for the next altar. The whole place. This old thing. Later we'll look at it. We'll say, how did we even, how was this place church? Because the altar will be like this. Bigger than this. You know our church right now is not as big as some church's altar. This church is saying, Kai is part is altar. But if your mind concludes that this is the order of God's favor for you, that is how it will be, you are done for. So you must learn to refresh. Say refresh. refresh. Say refresh. refresh. You know, today I command your spirit man to hit the refresh button. Yeah. Hit the refresh button. Yeah. That's the alarm of God over this house. It's time for us to just bang the refresh button. Yeah. That's it. Over your life, I say you are hitting the refresh button. Yeah. Your business is hitting the refresh button. Yeah. Your marriage is hitting the refresh button. The refresh button. Are we together now? Fresh button. And the Bible says it's enough. One thing. 
I forget the things which are behind and I press forward to those things which are what? Ahead. The things which are ahead of us shall begin to manifest in our lives. I think at this point I want to start to decree words that God has put in my spirit now. And I just begin to say them. Just begin to say them. The things ahead are coming to fusion. They're coming to fusion. The things ahead are coming. The things ahead are coming. The things ahead are coming. The things you saw in your dreams are now going to happen to you. Aradovenia Sakara Dinama Sa Alatofe Asiala Ashakiote Fesina Hezobra de Shita. The things ahead are, are accelerating towards you. Accelerating towards you. Accelerating towards you. Oradi Mojege de Bogotoveni Masia. Radana Masigala. Accelerating towards you. Accelerating towards you. Accelerating towards you. Accelerating towards you. Arede Bozia Labacotevana Masika. Hashita. Faso Shita. Elegadia Sita Labatushka. The night dreams are turning to the occurrences of the day. The dreams of the night are turning to occurrences of the day. Aradaba Zokota Masikata. Legadabushikara Tofesia. Hilabando Versa, Versa, Veredosha, Karadasa. I hear you say it has come to pass. I hear you say it has come to pass. I hear you say it has come to pass. Areto Shita Vers, Jita Vers, Jita Vers. I hear you begin to say it has come to pass. I hear you call me and you say, Pastor Zach, it has happened. It has come to pass. I receive a call from you. I receive a text from you that it has come to pass. It has come to pass. Oratama Shakota Ladiza. Aradoto Mashitokaya. The power of God is bringing everything to fusion. The power of God. The power of God. The power of God. Legadoto Pashita Ladiza. The angels of God are stretching forth the sickle. The sickle is being stretched forth. And harvest is going on for you. Harvest is happening for you. Arotosha, Arotosha. Ilanda City Patukesa. Ashinamaradesi. Lote Pasatai. I see spiritual breakthroughs now. Spiritual breakthroughs. Harotofasia, Maladeshka, Alatalakisa. There's someone here you are having a spiritual breakthrough. A breakthrough into the things of God. Oh, yes, Martis. Hashinasa. Hashinasa. Aladindo Bredo Sikaya. Aletando Shika. There's somebody you are being called from 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 beyond the oceans. From beyond the oceans, you are being called Ashaka Taladaya. International partnerships. The angel of the Lord is causing international partnerships for great ventures. Legion Tebai.
the babies you dream for you shall see the babies you shall see the babies and you shall say to your husband I no longer find my period and you shall then know that you're pregnant and your babies shall come dreams are coming dreams are coming dreams are coming to pass Jaroto Shakata broken relationships are restored relationships that have been destroyed they are being restored by the spirit of the Lord changing everything in obedience to Christ is bringing everything in obedience to Christ bringing everything bringing everything in obedience to Christ is bringing everything now In you know what I saw? I saw the angels bringing things to you. I, that's what I saw. I saw angels bringing. I saw angels, their sickles drawn, bringing your harvest, uh, bringing those things that will that will lead to fulfill fulfill attainments. Dreams are being brought. Hayata, pasa. Bring in, bring in, bring in, bring in. Chata, patosa. Chata, chata. There's an alarm in the spirit. There's a declaration. There's a release of a command. And it says, bring it to her. Bring it to him. I just keep seeing this mighty vision. I see, I see a mighty vision of angels bringing in harvest. That's what I see. My doctor, come please. Dr. Jonathan, come. I just see, I just see a mighty vision. Oh my God. Expect the unexpectable. Aradovekesi karadasha. I impart you in a way I've never imparted you before. Oh, she no fisi parties. Oh, she no see sifanda. Oh, she no see kaikata. The anointing and the grace that distincts. Oh, ratika fiku ratosa. That anointing that distincts. The distinct anointing anointing of distinction of separation the favor that distincts let it now be mightily operational in your life as from this moment you shall now be put at a level of distinction you shall be separated and you shall be chosen for choice things choice things when portions are being shared you shall be given the choice ones choice things i live rokul to masalita the anointing that causes one to be special it now comes upon you you shall now be treated specially you shall be given special roles special concessions in the name of jesus and the angel of performance brings this upon you and it shall be performed now let years now be shortened for you let 10 years be turned to one year 
in the mighty name of Jesus. And you shall now go higher and 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 higher higher till your name shall appear in the clouds so shall it be in Jesus name you haven't seen anything yet You haven't seen anything yet. The refresh button has been hit. And now the things that are ahead of us are now coming towards us. Your spouse is now coming to you future partner is coming to me. Aradu vesi alabashita. 